Hello, this is Rafael Davidovich. I wanted to share with you, in the few hours we have now before Yom Kippur, what I shared in Shul on the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Spoke about the Shofar as it relates to the Akedah. We read about the Akedah on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, and while we all know that the Shofar represents somehow the ram that was stuck, that was sacrificed in place of Yitzchak Avinu, there's one part that's difficult to understand, which is that if it is the ram that was offered as a sacrifice, then why do we blow the Shofar? It seems that the real hero, if you will, is the ram. And yet the Shofar that we blow on Rosh Hashanah is not the ram itself, it's just a ram's horn. So you might say, look, Rabbi, symbolism, just deal with it. It doesn't have to be exact. I would agree with you except for one point, which is that the ram's horn actually plays a huge role in the story itself. If you take a look at the ram's horns, they play a major factor in the story. Why is that? Because when Abraham was told by the Malach, told by the angel, not to actually literally sacrifice Yitzchak. It says that he then looked up and he saw a ram after it had been stuck in the bushes with its horns. He then goes and he takes the ram and he offers it. So what we have over here is something actually quite complex in that the ram's horn is not symbolizing the ram that was offered. The ram's horn actually symbolizes the ram's horn. What do I mean by that? Well, Rashi comments that the reason the ram was stuck in the first place was that the bushes were trying to stop the ram. The bushes were the satan, meaning the obstacle that exists in the world, trying to stop the plan from reaching its fruition. So this is what happened. Avraham was told to offer Yitzchak. Of course, that we know was not the true plan. The Malach told Avraham not to offer Yitzchak. Instead, Avraham looks for a stead, a substitute. The substitute is the ram that Rashi explains was actually running towards Avraham to be the true sacrifice. Plan B. And then what happened? The bush comes and gets in the way with the horn. The horn is the it gets stuck in the impediment. So what Avraham does is disengages the horns from the bush and then offers the ram as the true gift to Hashem, Tachas Yitzchak Beno, in place of Yitzchak, his son. Very often we think that we are meant to do one thing because this is what we are told, and then obstacles get in the way, and we think that we'll have to settle for second best, when in fact second best was the goal, the true goal, all along. And this involves often asking a rabbi what to do, asking for a suggestion, figuring out through the advice of friends and Torah scholars, Talmidei Chachamim, what it is that we should do. And then we feel bad because we, don't, we didn't do the exact thing that we thought was the correct thing. The horns are there to remind us, and we, we worship with that shofar. We worship with that shofar every year on Rosh Hashanah to remind us that we have to think about what Hashem really wants us to do, and what, that what we should always do in any area of Avodah Hashem is to realize what is plan A, and also what is plan B.
and realize that Hashem actually might want us to do plan B. And it is that shofar that, according to rabbis, was used as the shofar at Har Sinai when we received the Torah. Anybody who's familiar with the Code of Jewish Law with Shulchan Aruch knows that so much of Shulchan Aruch is devoted to what to do when things are not perfect, to deal with what we call the Bidiyeved, what to do, B'Shasat Chak, when things are difficult. We need to plan for this. We need to make sure not to get discouraged when things don't go our way. We have in many respects, many of us have been living over the last year and a half of COVID, living lives of different forms of Bidiyeved. And while nobody wants to be, while nobody wants to be a Bidiyeved Jew, sometimes circumstances will demand that of us. And we need to make sure not to get crushed by the weight of sadness that could come, that we are not truly fulfilling Hashem's will. Because truly Hashem's will is to do the right thing with the obstacles in our way. So as we are now going into Yom Kippur, I wish us all the ability to think, to imagine, manifest in our minds the kind of year that we truly want to have, that beautiful lechatchila of existence, while also planning and manifesting in our minds how we are going to deal with things when they do not turn out exactly as we had hoped. I want to wish you all a meaningful fast if you're listening to this before Yom Kippur and a Shana Tova Umesukah.